city, right? What did it say? What did that chart say? We got uh, a little over 200 downloads. So that's rad, right? That's cool. But you know what we failed to My do? My mom downloaded it four your times. Mom, all the time. It's all your mom. <laughs> you know what we failed to do? We failed to let everybody know who we were. We just assumed that because we were going to put put it out there in the universe, everybody already knew who we were. And we've got some feedback that actually said the opposite, right? Well, again, that's how... Uh self-aware we are we automatically assume everybody knows who the fuck we are you don't wait we're from atlantic city you don't know us you don't know me you don't don't know know me me? so our plan is to do three you know who i am three different segments one about each of us goldfarb thinks it's stupid i do jason doesn't want to argue about it but he thinks it's stupid completely thinks it's stupid but we want you as the listening audience to get to know us as individuals so how about this kobe jason and i we're going to interview you. We okay. want to know about Kobe Fryer. You down? Um, it depends what questions you ask, but yeah. You're down. You're playing with the big boys now. When I'm listening to them, I'm laughing the whole time. Funny how? I mean, what's funny about that? He's a big boy. He knows what he said. What'd you say? Oh, you're a big boy. You'll figure it out. Well, talk to me like I'm a child. Boys, you must strive to find your own voice. But the longer you wait to begin, the less likely you are to find it at all. Thoreau said most men lead lives of quiet desperation. Don't be resigned to that. Break out. You wake up in the morning, sir, put on my big boy pants. I can say big loud things. I can be demonstrative. This is how you conduct yourself in a democracy. I'm the big boy. Big boy voices. You are listening to big boy voices. All right. Here we are in our first... Uh, Get to know us episode, right? Get to know me. Say it, Jason. It's stupid. I hate it. Jason hates it. He doesn't want people to know his Wait inner... Wait till I give him the kill Mary fuck question. <laughs> he was like, text. <laughs> I don't want any part of that question. <laughs> and wow. now he's thinking about it. When this is all over, he's going to be like, I would kill this one. I would marry mm-hmm. this one. You just say marry Liz. See? It's not even about Liz. That's it's a, just, that's a uh, Marry Liz, thing. fuck Liz, kill whoever. Not Liz. Ex-girlfriend. <laughs> I'm not, it's not, my wife's not that sensitive. It's not like that. It's just like, I don't know. He doesn't want to kill anybody, really, is what it comes down to. He's a yeah, nice gotcha. fella. No, absolutely. So on this episode, we want to get to know Kobe Fryer. Kobe Fryer. Kobe Fryer. So get fryered up. Get, oh, here it comes. <laughs> Matt Black Kia. Matt Black Nissan and Matt Black Kia oh, Tom's River and Matt Black Mitsubishi. Got, got a mask that says get, get fried up. fried up. Yeah, we're going to win next year's Tattoo Expo. <laughs> He's tattooing get fried up on his fucking body. He's doing it. So if we go back in time, and this is something I actually can didn't. I interrupt real quick. Sure. The get fried up, how popular that's become. Aaron was in class, and his teacher, her name's Devin, but she's a history teacher. She goes, "So Aaron, are you fried up today?" And he just, you know how serious yep. that kid is. He just looked up. He goes, "What'd you say to me?" She goes, "Are you fried up today?" And he goes, "Why'd you say that?" She goes, "Cause your dad, like, get fried up." Now, again, they're an hour away. You're in Medford. He goes, how do you know that? <laughs> and then he changed classes. He's like, fuck that teacher. <laughs> now he's just like, wow. She told me. She's like, he was like mortified that I did that in class. So how'd you come up with the get fried up? It just goes. Yeah, with Kobe Shit Fryer. comes to my head. That's it. I got a new one, too. Well, a customer actually did it. No, I liked it. I know Kobe. Hashtag I know Kobe. People have been so okay. So people have been dropping the I know Kobe for years. I know some friends of ours who've gotten out of uh, drunk driving and speeding tickets because of I know Kobe. I know Kobe. Yep, yep. Back in the days of the Gentleman's Club, I know Kobe. 
I was a mayor back then. You were. Where were you the mayor of? <laughs> mayor of Titty City. People were so offended by that radio Can commercial. Can you imagine that now? Yes, and it would be fantastic. Yeah, but oh my God, you could never, oh, ever get they'd away be with it. Coming for you with pitchforks. Oh, exactly. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's talk about the story of Kobe Fryer. Now, Where do we want to start? So back in the day when I met you, you know, and it's funny because I was wrong. We've talked about this. I thought that I met Kobe at a radio, uh, a friend of ours has a local radio show, and we went in and we were talking about events and things going on. And I thought that was the first time that I met Kobe. And Kobe reminded me that back in my days as a casino host, as a, when I was a degenerate gambler, I was co- John was my casino yeah. host yep, back in the day. Really? Yeah, yeah. I still have his phone number. The, my office, and he shows it to me ever so often. Like, that's <laughs> it says Harris, Harris John Henderson. That's, that's he was my weird. uncle's host too. I was, I was back. Isn't in that this, crazy? This isn't about me. This is about Kobe. <laughs> and all I remembered about him was mustache. See, that's not true. I didn't have the mustache back then, so you didn't remember that. That was at, again. This is about Kobe. That was well, well, that was 14, 2014. Yeah. Again. You used to have hair then. Too. I used to have fucking yeah, hair. I remember too. hair. I could have sworn you had a mustache too. Yeah, I, no, I couldn't grow a mustache back in those days. Wow. You didn't start growing mustache until you were 40. He reached puberty. No, really? really? No, that's a real thing. I couldn't yeah. grow a beard and mustache until I was in my. This one's about Kobe, bro. No, I know, but <laughs> it's we'll, fucking we'll get, weird. That's what I told you. John's. It doesn't have to be all that. Everything's formal. about John. Yeah, everything's about John. This is my fucking <laughs> office. It's my fucking office. <laughs> so. If we go back, right, mm-hmm. to what makes Kobe Fryer the Kobe Fryer today, because you have you've done a lot of things, you've worn a metric shit ton of hats in the last, let's say, twenty years. Yeah, you're twenty seven, yeah. right? Where should I start? I know you. Where should you start? I was born a poor black child <laughs> <laughs> with no rhythm. Um, no, again, I've been in the car business, marketing, power sports business, motorcycle business. Uh, ended up in the strip club business. How did that? Um, how did that? A bad investment. An investment gone bad that I had to take care of. I was going through, you know, funny story. Back <clears throat> two thousand eight, two thousand nine, um, I had a dealership. The dealership, uh, of course, the business went under. You know, it was just that economy. I was on the board of directors of a publicly traded bank that went under. Um, I had lent a salesman, his dad knew how to run the strip club business, and he opened one in Atlantic City near Chef Ola. Lou was my friend. Lou was like, what are you doing? His mom was even more mortified, and it was just going bad, so I didn't have anything else going on. I had a shitty marriage, shitty business. I said, let me move down here and see what's going on, and I saw that it was just an amazing business at the time. Well, you really immersed yourself right in kind of the community. Yeah. You know, you mean, and if you think about a strip club owner immersing himself in a, in a community, that's just kind of Well, weird. I was the mayor. You were the mayor of Titty City. Right. You, how do you get votes as the mayor of Titty City? <laughs> so you. So I couldn't so, fix that election. So that's when we met, right? Was when you owned the pink building. Mm-hmm. Right? You were in the pink building and you went through a transition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I th- actually, I think I remember you taking me to that building. Yeah. 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 Before I even knew Kobe, I think we went there. Was that the night that a, a an adult film star threw a no? That so, wasn't the night we met, but no, but that was not you guys met. I think that was the first time I met, met you. Yeah. I, I was actually coming from Roy and Elena's son's wedding in Philly to get back to meet you guys there because she was there, and that's when um, the rubber dick thing. Yeah, well, we had been on <laughs> we had been on the, the <laughs> people uh, like Google the had, rubber dick. We thing. had been on a radio show that morning mm-hmm. with Eddie Munster. That's right. Okay. Uh, Butch. Um, but, Butch Patrick. Patrick. Patrick, yep. And I did a thing. I brought in some strippers, and we did, it was Halloween time, so we did bobbing for dildos. 
and whipped cream. <laughs> and so they were all over the club that night. And somebody threw one at a porn star and smacked her in the head with it. It was uh, Mrs. Henderson. <laughs> <laughs> I got the blame to this day. Your wife did that? Yeah, flinging dildos, yeah. Uh, really? It was actually a Whitney Ullman. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we get wine across. Smacked right, like, hard. Yeah, Carol had been processing some wine. And you know, you've been in the room when Carol processes wine. She uh-huh. loosens up. And yeah, dildos were flying. Yeah. Fucking romance, bro. I don't remember the dildo slide. Yeah, bro, romance. So then, so we take the pink building, and then you got, um, let's call it... Um, bamboozled? Bamboozled. Yeah, again, people don't care about that. But, that part but so you ended up at a different location. Right. You know, which, oddly enough, is we started uh, Knee-High Knucklebuster Michael Wrestling at that location. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then... You know, you hung out there for what about a year, year and a half? No, we were there for three years. You know, the comedy club. Mm-hmm. So that's how you really got in touch with a lot of. I mean, you knew a lot of comedians to begin with, right? right. So that's you, you always want to do the comedy club. I remember you talked about uh, it. Yeah, I thought it was a great idea. I thought Atlantic City could use it. It was way ahead of its time because look, it's doing good now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, it was in between when um, Bob Gerhardt had his thing, mm-hmm. right? That had just kind of folded up, right? Yeah, that turned into the kiss kiss right yeah 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 you know and then you had i mean you had a decent run with that uh yeah i mean it never made money yeah but it was fun it was a lot of fun it was a fun thing to do it was you know definitely definitely interesting remember bob levy eating him up i've known bob i knew that was hilarious that's what was even better yeah because he knew exactly what to say i mean i we used i used to book bob at the house of blues with the when he was related to stern when they used Mm -hmm. to do the killers of comedy He's always been a fuck up though. So he still is. Yeah, he's total. Such fuck a up. great guy though. I mean, he's he was. I just had him in the dealership uh, two weeks ago. Him and his wife buying a car. He's got, what's so, he on his, he's got like his third wife now, right? She's a beautiful woman. Really? She's a nurse. Was she like, like writing SOS on napkins? <laughs> it's definitely Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, she's beautiful. Very sweet. Um, sharp, sharp girl. She's a she's a a nurse, and she commutes to New York City. No shit. Yeah. Well, she needs to be in the healthcare professional because <clears throat> he's going to need it. He needs, guess what? He needs his pills. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Sorry, Bob. So you went from the comedy club, strip club business, and then you jumped back into back the car. Back in the car. Car business, power sports business, banking while I was in the, those businesses, uh, entrepreneur into strip clubs, restaurants. I had Maloney's too. Well, remember. I mean, I don't think when people talk about, you know, when we talk about or hear us talk about you in cars. You're not a car salesman. Mm-mm. You know, I think that's what people kind of sometimes forget. If, you know, they get fried up. You're more of a brand. Guess, yeah, brand or a social media. I mean, you are on Facebook like motherfuckers are on Facebook. I am a brand. You are a brand. So you get fried up. Get fried up. How long have you been with Matt Blatt? Um, this time, three years. Three years yesterday. But, I mean, Roy and you grew up together. Yeah, well, I mean, we've been together. We started that business together in 1989. So just eighty nine. <laughs> How old were you in nineteen six? <laughs> okay, <laughs> that happens. That happens. That's kind of when we started selling together. You were born. That's it. <clears throat> so what else? What else can you tell us about Kobe? For this, I figured you'd be the easy, the easy read right out of the gate. 
See, I wanted to warm up with you guys because I had so much pent up. Yeah, you just wanted <laughs> to bust our balls. <laughs> so what we did, you know, Kobe had pre-wrote some, and I had switched it up a little bit. And Jason hates this entire process, which is actually making Kobe and I enjoy it that much more. So we put these questions together, and they're fun questions, you know, and they're they're interactive, and we want to be interactive, and because ultimately we want you guys to get to know us, and you know, which validates you guys downloading, and and make sure you slam that download. If you like the episodes, absolutely leave us a review, give us stars. We've got a few good reviews, yeah. five star, and then we got a few written reviews. It's cool. Yep. So we're on I mean, Spotify. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we're on Spotify. We're on, you know, the majority of folks are downloading it from Apple iTunes. So. One guy actually was so detailed, he put. He was dying when we were talking about the chameleons disappearing, and I said, "Come on, come on, come on, chameleon!" He goes, "He lost it." Yeah. So, like I said, people are people are paying attention, and That's we good. we appreciate everybody's time. I mean, you're you know, it's, it's, an it's flattering. Yeah, like, it's oh, humbling. One hundred percent. All right. So, if you were to sit somebody next to somebody on a ten hour flight, that's a great question. Who would it be, and why? Just, I got two, and All I'm right, like yeah. going back and forth. Yeah. So you've got the middle seat is what you're saying. Ten hour flight's pretty long. It is a long That's a long flight. So you have the middle seat. Ernest Hemingway and Mark Twain. Are they kind of the same person? Absolutely not. You're a literature nerd? Um, Not that. Think of it. They were men. They weren't just like, they're they're iconic men. Like they're cigar smoking, whiskey, Mark Twain on the riverboat, Ernest Hemingway fighting in World War II, uh, going to Cuba, wild game hunting. Just think about the conversations about booze and women and smoking and yeah, philosophy. I think, I think and, a lot of those like old, older, humor. the older style, like gentlemen, they're, they were more like edgy dudes. A lot of those guys were like, like hardcore alcoholics. Oh and, yeah. Drug addicts. I mean, wasn't, again, I'm not a big, I'm not big into that world, but wasn't Hemingway like a lot about like hunting and like yeah. big yeah. game hunting, yeah, big boxing, game hunting. love fight. Like he loved bare, bare fist, like brawling. Well, he was he before lived, MMA. He lived in Havana, Cuba, correct? <laughs> lived in Cuba. He was tight with Castro, actually. Um, he still has a residence in Key West. Is it? I thought in Cuba yeah. there's a residence as well. I don't know if there's in in Cuba, but I know Key. They have the Ernest Hemingway home in Key West. All right, but again, I just think they'd be interesting conversations that you can never have. With two iconic writers, authors, philosophers, people that, you know, think about the, talking about what's going on today and describing it to them. Their fucking heads would explode. <laughs> yeah. Their heads would explode. No, I know. Probably they actually predicted a lot of it. Look at some of Mark Twain's quotes. That's what I always go to. Yeah, and you do post that stuff, too. Yeah, pick up a starving dog and feed it, and it'll never bite the hand that feeds it. Mm-hmm. The yeah. principal difference between man and dog. Like little things like that. Mm interesting guy wow your shit's gonna be so much deeper than ours all right then that's what, me your best all-time band favorite band now initially this was rock band but we are it such, could be band it's okay. it's band because you jason and i are in three totally three, different and, and you guys are gonna be all over me for this one tom petty and the heartbreakers i'm not gonna be all no over. That's okay a, i can't I'm a big fan of tom yeah petty. i can't oh I can't. wow i can't believe i thought I'm a rock guy, so yeah. I thought you guys would be like, "What?" I just look at the span of time and the he's one of the best top ten songwriter, definitely singer songwriter. The different bands, how the Heartbreakers stayed together, and you're not going to get any criticism about sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties, two thousands, two thousand tens. No, one of my biggest regrets is I was going to see him that summer that he died, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll skip it. I'm going to see him next time." Wow, that's something I just found about you guys. Yeah, that's a foundation band. Music you like? I'm like, I like all kinds of music. So do I, but. If I had to pick a favorite, it would be Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Yeah. It's, it's, I think, what you would call a foundation band. Most of the bands we listen to probably said, oh, I got, you know, inspired no, be, by it. I don't listen to Tom Petty that actually. But you don't turn it, it off when I was about to say, the last probably month, 
around Christmas time, I had his channel on Sirius, and that's all that was on. That's what I've been listening yeah, to. Yeah, it's great. No. Like, really? I don't know why you're so surprised. I'm, I'm a rock and roll No, fan. I know you guys are. I just thought your levels were a lot higher than I thought mine. you were going to say, like, Hootie and the Blowfish or something. Yeah, you said that. Love, just I love me some Hootie. No, I do, too. Honestly, I do. But that can't be your favorite band. No, it's not my favorite. Yeah. Tom right. Petty and the Heartbreakers. Right, I just you figured your guys' palette was a lot more defined than mine. It's different. I think there's just... Uh, we probably different. like more extreme stuff than you do, but I still like... I mean, the Beatles are one of my favorite bands, and that's the most standard answer there is. Mm-hmm. See, and I hate the Beatles. Yeah, and I see. I'm a- I don't know how you could hate the Beatles and like Tom Petty. It doesn't make a lot of sense, but okay. I don't know. It happens. Explain it. It, happens. it happens. Keep going. Go ahead. All right. Top three favorite movies. Here's another good one Cool Hand Luke. Okay. Never seen it. Paul Newman, George Kennedy. Don't know it. Watch it. It's on Netflix, actually. Excuse me. Um, Bronx Tale. Yep. Well, you've, and you have some ties to that that eventually the show will kind of Correct. connect. Pulp Fiction. Yeah, I mean, Pulp Fiction is, it's like, I mean, it's a classic. It's, yeah, I mean, it's tough because there's so many, but I had to narrow it down to three, so those are my three. Yeah, and you've never seen Cool Hand Luke. No. I, mean, I think because it's so old, it's probably not something you would you would. It was made before I was born, Yeah, it's but old. it's such yeah, but a classic weird. I mean, movie. I don't know. Like it's Twi- such a great story. Twilight Zone's my favorite show, and that's old. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's before what? Twilight Zone. No, Cool Hand Luke's 60s. Is it? Twilight yeah. Zone's like late 60s, isn't it? No, 70s? Twilight Zone's 50s. Well, so if 50s? you go early black and white Twilight Zone. Yeah, yes. that's the one I watch. I don't yeah. watch yeah, Rod Stewart, William yeah. Shatner, Rod. Yeah, 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 yeah the that's original 50s. ones. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. The, I, that's when William Shatner was a dentist and decided he was going to be an actor. Yeah, I have the prop from the one episode where he like asked the thing questions, you mm-hmm. know, the little devil thing. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I have the thing. Yeah, no. Nice. Watch Cool Hand Luke. Yeah. Yeah. Very, You'll actually enjoy it. It's listen, it's a movie that's timeless, and the, just the story's great. My Paul business partner, Dave, <clears throat> is probably he's seen every movie on Earth. Uh, even the weird, obscure like, movies. No, but every movie. Yeah. Like, you've probably talked to Chan about movies, haven't you? Um, he's literally a music, or I mean, a movie expert. Movie expert. Yeah, like legit. Him and Kevin from fucking. Oh, it's brutal. Yeah, him just and wax. Him and wax, Kevin yeah. from uh, Iron Room. Iron Room. Yeah, he's got some obscure. Yeah, movie they show. chatted up about weird foreign films. All right, so if you had a personal mascot, what would it be? This was a tough one. I was going to pass on it, uh-huh. but I'm going to go with a bagel. You're, a bagel is going to be a personal. <laughs> is, this, is this a Jewish thing? Partially. Well, I figure they've made it easy. I just think the bagel's like kind of tough on the outside. Like I, you know, I have an exterior that's tough to penetrate, but once you do, I'm soft and delicious. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and you thought this was a bad idea? Ah! This is fantastic. Ah, bagel. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Are we going to butter you up? I was rough weird. cream Jesus cheese. Oh, I was good. <laughs> Jason. Let's <laughs> just get to kill Mary fuck question. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. All right, so if you were invisible for a day, what would you do? Rob Banks. Rob Banks. Yeah. Invisible for a day. Don't you think they'd see the bags running out? Couldn't so what? They wouldn't so know what? who it was. They'd freak out because floating bags would <laughs> yeah, fucking Yeah, wouldn't that around. scare the shit out of you? That's fucking, that's true. That's true. Like, when would you ever get a chance to be invisible? To ro- well, what else would you do? Yeah. I'd be set yeah, up for life. how creepy you are. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things I'm you could do. I'm super creepy, so. <laughs> All right. You'd be a voyeur, like a oh, totally, yeah. voyeuristic yeah. shit? No, nah, I'd rob <laughs> banks, and then I wouldn't have to be a voyeur. I'd just pay for it. <laughs> oh, you're lucky you get stuck invisible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when was the last time you got laid, had sex? I'll pass on that. 
You're going to pass on that? Yeah, because there's some people listening. Yeah, they're like <laughs> raising hands. You, we're going to drop this. This motherfucker's got some explaining to do. <laughs> and this question was your idea. It was your idea. I know. Oh, shit. <laughs> but I thought about it. I can't fucking answer that. Well, if you died tomorrow, what would be your biggest regret? Not answering the sex question. My biggest regret. See, again, I answered these like seriously. Um, well, I mean, yeah, there's. I got to put my glasses on for this one because you pre-answered them all. We're, we're going to be here for a few minutes. My biggest regret would be uh, not not sharing everything I I have in my head with the world, like keeping stuff inside and just kind of watching stuff. My biggest regret would be not sharing everything I know. But isn't that what get fired up is? I mean, are you amending to that? You know? No, no. Get fired up is hey, get fired up. But I have so much that I want to accomplish and want to do. And not, if I, my regret, if I died tomorrow, would be I would didn't get a chance to share it all. Mm-hmm. So, do you believe in God? Um, spiritually, yes. Biblically, no. Biblically, no. Jeez, it's a big story. I think it's a storybook that was told to you know keep people interested. We didn't have TV or social media back then, so they'd say, "Oh, Jonah lived in a fucking whale's mouth for forty years." <laughs> so when you die, <laughs> fucking, you don't yeah. think anything will happen? Exactly. Yeah. You know, uh, this guy Noah down the street took a bunch of wood, made it, gathered up two animals of each kind around the world, and sailed off. I mean, come on, really? Will anything happen when you die, though? Will anything happen when I die? Yeah, or do you just die? Well, no. What? I won't know. I mean, what is your thoughts on it, though? I mean, you think you're going to, like, float around and haunt us if you die? I do believe in this. Get fired up, boo. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to come back to you. (laughs) Uh, No, I believe there there are ghosts and spirits. I think I'm just going to be eaten by worms. Yeah, that's what I think. All right, so you find a bag with $10 billion, and it has ID in it. What do you do? ID, I return it to the person. um, You know, here's your $5 million back. You find you find ten another, million. You find five an, million. What are you going to do with three million? <laughs> I you, am a Jew. <laughs> I am a bagel. So, so you just answered the next part of the no, question. No, no, I'm kidding. I I give it back. Absolutely, wouldn't even think twice about it. So then you find a bag with ten million dollars with no idea. What do you do? Is there a head in the bag? You could get head because of the bag. <laughs> I, if there was no ID in it, I would keep it. Yeah, if you just found a random bag, random bag with ten million, like probably take care of a few of my friends and keep the rest mm-hmm. what is something that you've never been able to do well keep a relationship or a marriage that's fucking <laughs> ding 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 <laughs> i was gonna answer that before you we were gonna do a jeopardy style yep, right <laughs> keep a relationship or marriage what is something that kobe's not well at <laughs> relationships <laughs> especially after they hear this podcast and you passed on the getting late Oh, shit. So then, who would play you in a movie? George Clooney. You think? I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. George Clooney? Who else? George Costanza. George Costanza. No, that would be you. <laughs> that would definitely Get the fuck you. out of here. <laughs> I can think Justin of way. Alexander. Oh, that's a, that's a short joke. You're both like 5'3". Yeah. So. <laughs> All right, so then, how much would someone have to pay you for your little toe? It's up for negotiations. It's up for negotiations. Little toe is very important, too. It's yeah, it's your balance. Um, did you say pay for it to suck on it or chop it off? No. It's, it's oh, to gone. keep it? Yeah, I'd have to negotiate that. I, I doubt I'd do that. Because it balance. Depends how old I was. Or if you needed the loot. Nah. I'd offer something else up. Offer a different appendage yeah, up. Pin- <laughs> what about my pinky? Yeah. What I'll tell you what. I'll cut you a deal. I'll give you two pinkies and a thumb. 
Oh, that's awesome. So you answered our goofy ass questions. Hopefully people got a, got a little out of it. Is there something you really want our listeners to know about you? Like you're on this podcast. You are a co-contributor on this podcast with Jason and I. What about Coke? Coke? <laughs> you're <laughs> Booger Sugar? You're so you're a co-contributor on this pod. What what would you want people to know about you, Kobe Fryer? Well, first off that I don't take a lot of this stuff seriously. So any women that are listening, I'm not that guy. I'm very loving, very giving, mm-hmm, very pampering. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm just looking for a nice lady. <laughs> a nice companion. <laughs> a nice lady. <laughs> a nice lady friend. Oh, So that's Kobe Fryer? I, I love my kids. I love my life. I love my friends. I love uh, my family. And you've got, you know, you've got a lot of real-life experience that, mm-hmm. you know, in the course of this podcast, you know, I think it's going to come out and you're going to be able to share with people. Absolutely. Which you know hits one of your uh, biggest regrets if you know, if you ended up you know I'll share some shit you will share this some is not shit. who I got <laughs> <laughs> there's some ladies listening that motherfucker there's no ladies listening we've come to the conclusion that women no there actually shit. is that's what's crazy my my wife hasn't even listened yet has yours mm-hmm. what'd she think of it lean forward I didn't I didn't get much she was just like yeah I'd listen when I was at work mm-hmm. that's all I got they're never gonna come like yeah. you just. Oh, no. If I said some fucked up shit, Carol would be on. on yeah, I'm saying, but, but they'll never but, put it up. They'll yeah. never be like, oh, that was amazing. I loved listening no, to Carol it. No, Carol would tell me if it was really? good. She'd tell me if I'm good. Okay. But she like when we put out videos for stuff, she doesn't watch them. You know, she'll share them, but she doesn't watch them. Hmm. So, ladies and gentlemen, that was our boy, Kobe Fryer. Thank you. Was that was that painful or painless? No, I'll tell you what. I actually, after listening to you, you know what happened to me? What's that? I got fryered up. You got fryered up. <laughs> I won't let it, get, let it down. Kobe Fryer, ladies and gentlemen. Kobe Fryer. Visit the website at bigboyvoices.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Big Boy Voices Podcast.